We are It's Just a Hill, a cycling club that promotes inclusion, judgment-free with no gatekeepers. Focused on creating content from behind the handlebars to in the studio, It's Just a Hill is producing videos and podcasts to spread the message that cycling is for everyone. We are focused on reminding everyone that riding your bike can help you overcome any obstacle because after all, it's just a hill. Hello and welcome to another episode of the It's Just a Hill Cycling Podcast. I am John Stenning and I am joined with, hopefully I'm pointing in the right direction, BSP and Cal Goodhouse. How are you guys? Was I pointing in the right direction for you? Like, Brian, are you there? On my screen, I am. I don't know what. No. Yeah. Cal, you're not on the bottom center? No. You know, we're living living the virtual life, and the three of us getting together means that we are talking about pro cycling, and it is almost the end of the season. It's been a very exciting season. I think the very first thing that we need to talk about is the most the proudest I've been to be an American, I've said it on the podcast already, but the proudest I've been to be an American since I don't know when wow. the last time I was this proud. Um, it certainly wasn't when Chris Horner won the Vuelta, but Sepp Kuss won the Vuelta and it rules, right? It rules. It's insane. Yeah. It just rules. It's right. That's yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah. It's one of the most exciting things of the entire year. I think it's been a very exciting year, especially how great the tour was and, how great, just like everything has been. And it sort of, I know the season's not over. We have Lombardia just around the corner. Um, but man, it sure was a cherry on top. Sure. I mean, it was insane. Like everyone had joked about Sipkus winning right. uh, a GC uh, someday, but we didn't really expect it would be, you know, this year. Uh, and it really opened a whole can of worms with Yumbo also. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was never a boring race at all, um, even though Yumbo swept the podium. Um, really, it's just sort of sparked even more drama. So uh, pro cycling is insane right now. Yumbo sweep of that podium, a Yumbo sweep of all three Grand Tours. If you want to get into not as an exciting of a race, the Euro- European Championships was also a Yumbo sweep. Uh, Brian, excuse me? Tour of Britain, they were really uh, dominant in that. Yeah, it's I. That's kind of why I'm excited about these shakeups that we're about to talk about, right? And so, I mean, like hell yeah, Sepp Kuss. I don't think he's going anywhere. But if you've been following along, there are all these talks of mergers. Let's talk teams first, right? And then we can talk riders. But there's this whole thing, and I think merger is an interesting word because teams don't really. Merge in cycling, I guess, because tour licenses are world tour licenses. It just means another team will become a world team. Um, but what it does mean is that Yumbo and uh, Quickstep might be merging. And um, we've known about this for a few weeks now. Brian, what are your initial thoughts when you hear, like, you know, that these two very, sort of very different teams, and obviously Yumbo has been so dominant, but that they might be sort of joining forces in a way? Uh, I, think, I think my first thoughts are just, maybe feelings of confusion because I'm a bit, a bit new to the whole price pro cycling world and how, how teams work and UCI works and all that. Uh, and then I, and then my brain goes to like, uh, well, Remco, like, how does that work? Do you just merge them is now like, there's a bunch of guys that are going to move to other teams and get fired, whatever things are going to be all shaken up. And then Remco is going to be on a team with Jonas and they're just going to have like, 
all the GCs locked up again, you know, in the bag for 2024. Uh, and then my next thought is just like, wow, there might be a lot of people that are like wondering, you know, where they're going to get their money from, and, you know, what, is they are they going to have a job next year, all that stuff. So, yeah, it's it's interesting, but it's also uh, pretty sad, right, that the, these teams like can't find the money to like just be two different teams that they need to like get together. And yeah, all these all these people are going to be without jobs. There's a lot up in the air, right? Like we don't know what would happen to Remco because if quick step folds, right. And Yumbo buys all their stuff. Cause that's sort of what it sounds like is happening might happen. I don't know. I feel like we're right on the cusp of it. Who knows by the time this podcast is out in a few days or whatever, like, you know, we could, we could be in a very different place, but like, um, yeah. Does that mean Remco's like contract is null and void because that team's not around like Cal, what do you think about this whole, uh, joining forces of these two teams yeah it seemed pretty unbelievable at first um but then it really seems like it is actually something that's going to happen that's what all cycling media has been saying um yeah definitely worried it's going to be bad for the sport overall um uh hopefully remco ends up on a different team um you know ideally if we end up with roglic Jonas, uh remco all on different teams that would be the best scenario because then they can all race against each other at the tour next year um so yeah i don't know it could potentially be good for the sport but um i mean quick step has been around forever uh so it's really if they're merging getting absorbed then it's end of an era um this week especially a lot of the riders have been quite vocal about that about being uh, disappointed and upset that the team might yeah, who won today uh i forget his name off the top of my head um he's not a quick step writer i had ever heard of before but yeah it was a name i've heard but just as a domestique but he had some very strong words and he said he was you know the win was for the team and for the staff and because they don't support this shit and they want uh quick step to remain a team and he said it very bluntly and very strongly and yeah i mean like you're not only talking about riders right because there's like riders that are going to lose jobs right there are essentially 50 riders it needs to be boiled down to 30 essentially at this point like that many contracts so 20 riders are sort of up in the air there's all these staff like you're not going to you're not going to employ like twice as many mechanics or you know what i mean it's going to be the same amount on the team so it it sucks like because we you think about just the riders you know but it's like a whole system and uh i mean there was a picture i think i sent it to you guys of like decal being torn off yeah. a pseudal quick step they're done it's go it's done and it is a legacy like you know they were this team that could go out and like win like win classics and i mean maybe it's a mix of like lefebvre wants to stop step down but like mm. you know cal you said that like the like he he's even spoken to it right like he's even said like we're on the verge of something it's hopefully in a couple of days we can make an announcement because like at this point it's just being regurgitated ad nauseum you know so i don't want to like linger on it too too much because um i think this like, we're gonna play a game in a little bit i guess you could call it a game we're gonna have a draft because of all this tumultuosity and cycling maybe we can be better at like having a team together right like we're gonna compile our own team but let's stick with yumbo for a second like where do we think there's a lot of rumors about primos i think pretty much all signs point to bora or Ineos. brian where do you want to see him go and and why 
I'm feeling Bora a little bit more. Right, because he's definitely leaving. He's announced that he's 100% leaving, so we do know that. Sorry, I, th- I didn't mean to just skim over that. But, yeah, sorry, continue. Bora and, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling Bora right, right now just based on, like, um, I don't feel like maybe, maybe they have a little bit more of a top GC position for them, like ready to go right out of the box because Jai Hindley is not really – like he won, what, the Giro – but like i don't know this year he doesn't seem so hot but um i don't know it just seems like a a better potential fit for him like at least the way the current roster for them is sitting super domestiques essentially right like yeah and i like uh seeing me you know maybe uh ucha bricks or how do you say his last name you know working with him potentially as a you know mountain domestique yeah cal what do you think um, you know, I'd be happy to see him on Ineos, actually, uh, if they're able to really rally around him uh, the way that they should. I think Ineos's problem the last several years is that they don't seem to focus on one rider, especially at the Tour. They don't really seem to have a, a concise plan uh, as to what they're going to ride for. Um, and trying, trying to, like, they're always trying out a couple different guys to see how they go in GC. Uh, never really thrown away behind Jaron Thomas, for instance. Um, but I think if they do have Roglic and they, you know, really put everyone have everyone on the team ride for him, um, then you know they could maybe win another Grand Tour again. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And- uh, how how old is Roglic? He just turned thirty four. Thirty four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's an old man. He's like <laughs> us. He's like us three. He's an old man. Well, apparently that's what he says, right? That's what, what the other writers always joke about is they ask him how, if, how he's feeling in a day. And they'll always say, uh, no good, no good. He he has quite the media presence, let's be honest, right? Like, he loves to lie. He loves to, like, cheekily smile. Like, he's, like, egging people on a little bit. Um, he's an interesting character, for sure. I think he's a very interesting character. I want to see him on a different team. I think it'll be good for cycling. Um but there's no way in hell you send anyone but Jonas to the tour and Primos wants to win the tour. So great. He should go somewhere else. It's a good decision for him. It's a good decision for the team. Um, I personally would love to see him on Bora and would love to see Remco on Ineos. I want, I want Remco on what's occurring more often. I hate to don't stop this podcast and listen to another podcast, but what's occurring is a great show. And um, I like, I don't know. I maybe it's just because you, you listen to them. Uh, wow, I bumped the table. Uh, you listen to them talk, but I feel like that dynamic would be fun because I I do I don't want Remco on Yumbo. I I don't I I mean because that's not exciting. It's as I like the team. I want to root for Jonas and Sep and all the supporting router riders. Well, of course, like I think he could you know hopefully he wins five stages of the tour this year and every single year until he dies. But um, yeah, Remco should go somewhere else. I think um so. Brian, do you think Ineos as well? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I he like Bora. I feel like those are the two big teams, right? That like could spend money and have roster spots, and I don't know who else. I mean, I I really don't know. I, I feel like the idea of Remco going to Ineos is all in our heads already because there was the rumors earlier in the season, and they even talked about it on what's occurring. So it's just kind of like, well, if if Bora will pick up. 
Primos than Ineos. Hopefully, with you know with Teo leaving, they'll maybe right. maybe can have the money to get Remco. Because yeah, I would agree. I I don't want to see Remco on Yumbo. I like the idea of everybody splitting up, and he, even though the merger is just like such a weird, sad, and all sorts of feelings, you know, type of thing. To see Remco on a team, you know, on a team, Primos on another, is feeling pretty exciting for next year. Like I'm, I'm already getting excited about Grand Tours and everything. And Cal, what do you, what do you think about Remco? Where do you think he lands? Do you want to see him with Primos on Ineos or? No, I think he should go to Movistar. Uh... Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> okay, why? Just you know, for the drama, just. You know, terrible tactics, but he still has to, you know, persevere anyway. Still wins the TTs with even with their shitty setups. Uh, he's just like still, yeah, that would be absolutely wild. I can't like that is what what is the last team he could go to? Like, what if he just starts leading out Cav at Astana next year? There you go. Lead out at Astana, yeah. Uh, I mean, you don't want to see him at UAE. You don't really want – I mean, I couldn't see him going anywhere else. He's he's an expensive rider too, you know, so, um, I mean, as he should be, right? Um, yeah, it's a lot of – oh, Mikel, what about Mikel Landa? Remember, he's supposed to, like, sign with Quickstep. He signed a contract with Quickstep yeah. to go and be, like, work for Remco, right, because he's sort of, like, on the tail end of his career, and him and Remco – I didn't know that. And, yeah, so that, I mean, totally, totally up in the air now. And yeah. sure, yeah, I, yeah, it sucks. But you mentioned it. See, like you know, Remco definitely had no clue that um, uh, that the video was going to happen because when he went on what's occurring before the wealth, that he was talking about how great his domestiques were going to be next year. And yeah, stuff. So definitely caught off guard. Yeah, caught off guard. Um, not. I mean, I feel like those are sort of the most exciting things. That whole Ineos thing is interesting right i think they only have 19 signed riders at this moment that's like 11 spots to still fill uh i have heard or and seen some things that like maybe there's something else going on that's maybe not necessarily as big as quick step and and uh yumbo coming together but like there's something else maybe Ineos is gonna get with someone or i mean 11 roster spots open me and they haven't spent a lot of money right g's not even signed to a contract right now they lost gaganhart what do they do? Are they saving their money for someone big like Remco or Primos or, you know, like they still got to fill 10 spots. Are they waiting for that merger to happen and then gobble up some of those riders, you know, um, just like a lot, you know, where's Philippe go? He's going to go to a French team. If that team goes on, you know, like just a lot, a lot. It's very exciting. And I'm like super invested in it. And I, I think, I think it's a, been a lot of fun. It's a fun off season. I mean, it's not even the off season. Yet. It's not even, we're not even there. Um, and yeah, shit's about to go down. We're on the precipice. Yeah. It's been Any other, yeah. Um, anything that I missed? I don't think so. Nothing. Oh, Sam Bennett might be going to Group Alma. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, who's leaving? I don't remember. Someone's leaving. Um, yeah, that's all I really have. We're going to take a break. We are going to do a um, – right, we're going to do our own draft. All these teams can't get their shit together. We're going to draft our own teams. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back after a little bit. Thanks.
Okay, we are back. Uh, we are going to draft some pro cycling teams. And um, right, this is going to be a snake style draft. If you're not familiar, that means the first person will in the first round will go and then the second person and the third person and then that person that went last in the first round will then go first in the second round and vice versa. So like one, two, three, three, two, one, one, two, three. And we are going to do six picks. Uh, once a rider is picked, they are off the board. So hopefully we have, you know, more than six picks in case maybe, maybe there's no crossover. Imagine that that is not going to happen. We are going to be stealing picks from each other. Names are going to come off the board and trades for picks or riders or vice versa, whatever can be made. Um, you know, so if you're wheeling and dealing a little bit and I think it's just, um, Lulu is also going to pick a team. Is that right? Or no. <laughs> okay. Um, no, no, not interested. Um, but what, um, you know, I think let's, you know, have fun with it. And we've never done something like this before, but I would like to have more fun on the podcast and play games and stuff. And, um, Brian, I believe you are the youngest. And so Cal, if it's okay with you, we'll let Brian go first. What's who's second and third. You're, you do would you rather go second or third? I I leave it up to you. I'll go third. You'll go third. Yeah, smart choice. Then you get first. Back to back pick is powerful, Brian. You'll have a back to back pick too at some point, right? From going to the second round to the third round. Um, I will not. I will always be in between the two. Um, hold on. I'm just gonna yell at Harry really quick. Let me just mute myself. So. Uh... Thanks. Um, all right, Brian, your yes. first drum roll. Are you going to drum roll? Oh, wow. He's pulling out a pen. I have a pen too. I'm going to write teams to feel free to do whatever you want. You know, I don't know if you got a list of cross people out, but, um, yeah, let's yeah, do I'm going to, I'm going to cross people out as you guys call them. Okay. Sure. Uh, all right. So yes, I am the youngest, but I would like it to be known. Not by much. Not by much. Yeah, well, you're slightly older than Lulu. I mean, slightly younger than Lulu, so. <laughs> Sli just slightly older than Lulu. <laughs> slightly older, yeah. Either or. Either <laughs> or. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Here we go. First pick from yeah. me. Well, I did, I did not expect that first pick, so. <laughs> I'm just like, like shit, what is, what is going to be the best thing? All right. Wait, wait, one second. Can I ask you a question before you start? Yes. Can, we all, can we, right. Is there, do you, if you don't want to divulge this, you don't have to. Is there any strategy to your team? I, all right. Yeah, I'll, I'll divulge. Okay. I was thinking about having a classically well-rounded team. Oh, interesting. Great. Love that. And then I just picked out a whole bunch of options for each yep. of the positions. Right. I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Cal. Uh, yeah, I'm also shooting for a well-rounded team, but okay. my team has a theme. So yeah, I'm your curious. Team has a theme. You mentioned this in text. Are you going to tell <laughs> us or are you going to wait? Uh, well, we'll see how long it takes you to figure out well, what I love what these writers have in common. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, okay. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Um, if we, Brian, please go ahead. I'm sorry. I sorry I cut cut you off. All right, it's okay. I love the anticipation. I love how many times Brian has like taken a deep breath and been like, "Okay, here we go." All right, first pick. I'm going with Michael Morkov. 
Wow. What the? That's your first wow. pick. That's my first pick. Wow. Why? Because he's proven. He is an engine. He's a beast. Okay. All right. Interesting. We get a core going here. Interesting. I feel like there's, you know, there, there's top GC contenders uh -huh. that are all really close. Uh huh. And only two can be picked. So I got a good, you know, no matter what, I got a good third option ready for a GC type of situation. Good point. Good point. I'm gonna go with an engine. Right. I have a. I have a very, very. It's okay. All right. I'm right now. Michael Morpa. All right. Very cool. My first pick. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna beat around the bush. The best mountain climber in the world. The best cyclist <laughs> in the world. Jonas. I'm picking Jonas, baby. You surprised me. I thought you were gonna say Chris. Yeah, me too. That's why I thought you were going with it. <laughs> no, no, no. Um. Uh. No comment. Okay. Uh. For my first pick. I'm going to go with a, also a GC contender okay. uh, and one who has uh, a pretty amazing record of, of wearing Peter's jerseys in practically every race that he's participated in. Uh, his win ratio this year was pretty much unparalleled, but he also upset a lot of people this year. Uh, and so I'm going to go with Primoz Roglic for my first okay. pick. You know, I hate to say that there is a, a divide between us, Cal, but mm. you know, you're more of a Primos guy and I'm more of a Jonas guy. And that's okay. Yeah. But no, that's a great pick. So interesting. You and I both pick GC people mm -hmm. and Brian's going for a different strategy. We'll see if it plays out. We'll see who it plays out for essentially. Who knows? Oh yeah. We don't, we're not really, we don't, maybe we'll be really proud of our teams at the end. I guess we'll see how it all pans out. Maybe we'll be the ones to be like, I think my team is the best, but um, as a listener or a viewer of the show, we want to know what you think. So first of all, if you're listening, we recommend that you watch it on YouTube because you can see me flail my arms around all the time. Um, but also you can uh, leave comments below and let us know whose team that you think is best. So Cal, you went last in the first round. You get you get the next pick first in the second round. Yeah. So for my second pick, I'm going to go with a uh, classics rider mm -hmm. um, and one who everybody loves, even though... They should probably hate him. He's equally good at uh, winning races as he is beating up uh, teenage girls. Oh. Matthew Vanderpool. <laughs> okay. Vanderpool, the big old engine. Vanderpool, you're going with that. Um, okay. This is – God. all right. So I get the next pick. Um, I hate to be uh, stereotypical, and I promise I won't pick only Yumbo Riders. But I was positive Wout was going. I was positive you were going to say Wout until you said everyone should hate him. So I'm picking Wout. I can't let Wout stay on the board after a second round. I'm going. I'm going Wout Van Aert for my number two. And I'm going to try to limit myself to uh, – I'm not even going to say it. I'm not limiting my – maybe I pick all Yumbo riders. Fuck you guys if I do. Um, okay, so – Hell, I'm trying to think of your theme, and I think I might already know what it is, but I'm going <laughs> to put my tongue for now. I'm going to wait till the third pick, but I think I already might know what it is. I'm writing down Wild Fan Art. BSP, what is your second pick? All right, I'll 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 take my GC pick now. Okay. I'm going to go with the dancing boy himself, Tade Bagacha. Wow. All right. Grabbing Pog. Great pick. Obviously, um, you know, a 
for, could he's, anyone could argue that he's the best cyclist in the world, I think, uh, especially a GC rider. So great pick on Pog. You also get your third pick is is right now. So you get to go back to back. All right. I think I'm going to uh, I'm going to pick another um, sort of dual engine and TT rider. Oh, fuck. Go ahead. Old five leg people. Fuck that shit. You high on my list. Gonna, gonna high on my list. Dang, nice. So sorry. No, it's okay. That's part of the game. That's part of the game. Uh, very good pick. Yeah, great rider. Great guy. Love five leg people. Um, that fifth leg. Oh boy. Um, all right. So, Cal, your third pick. It's your turn. Oh, right. I'm in the middle. Yeah. Thank you. I'm in the middle. Um, Dang. All right. So Pog's off the board. My third pick. No. So you know what? I'm trying to be strategic here because there's someone that I really want, but I'm also not sure if anyone else is going to pick them. You know what I mean? So like this is the opposite of the, of the Brian first pick, right? Because like someone might not have ever mentioned Markov, right? But if you're building a team around an engine like that, it is an important pick. It's just a different strategy, right? But I sort of, so I'm going to leave this one person up in the air, and instead I'm going to pick um, more of a pure sprinter, right? We know Wout can win any sort of stages. I'm going to pick more of a pure sprinter, and I'm going to pick my favorite person on my least favorite team, Mads Pedersen. Mads Pedersen is my sprinter. I absolutely love Mads. I think he's so much fun to watch. I think he has a great attitude. Get him the fuck off Little Trek. Fuck that team. Okay. Um, Cal, third pick. I'm also going to pick a sprinter. Okay. And one that won so much this year that everyone started to dislike him. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, John. I'm going to go with Jasper Philipson. Okay. Jasper, the disaster is... Cal's third pick, or if you're a fan, Jasper the master, but this team, I'm just going to wait until all six, all six are picked, but this team, I'm just going to leave it there. Um, okay, Cal, you get to go uh, back to back. So for my fourth pick, I'm going to pick a rider uh, who's a mountain domestique um, to support my GC. And this is a guy who uh, is a real swashbuckler. Uh, who once stole another rider's wife. True story. Uh, that's right. I'm going to go with the Euro sort of disco party boy himself, Julian Alaphilippe. There you go. Alaphilippe loves to dance to some techno in a car after a race. Um, are you talking about Marianne Roos, his current wife? Yeah. She was married to Tony Gallopin. <laughs> wow. Wow, classy, real classy, Alaphilippe. Um, okay, so now I'm questioning my theory about your team. But this is all very interesting, and it's my turn, right? I go in the middle, so I'm next with my fourth pick. And I'm going to – I'm picking Seth Goose. I'm picking Seth Goose. I'm picking him. <laughs> Um, yeah, I can't, um, I, this, maybe this guy, I'm just going to say his name. I, I almost went with the other American, Nielsen Palace, mm -hmm. um, but 
just like while being on the board earlier, um, I'm picking Sep. But then now I'm going to limit myself. Only 50% Yumbo Riders. No more Yumbo Riders for me. I won't be picking Christoph Laporte, who's also high up on my list. I absolutely love him. I think he's a great teammate, just like a great road captain uh, in that regard. But yeah, my fourth pick is uh, Sep, the man himself. Brian, what is your fourth pick? All right, I'm going to go for another slight double dipper. Climbing domestique and potential GC in Adam Yates. Wow, there you go. Oh. The Yates brother. Sorry, no offense, Simon. <laughs> um, right, it's Adam Simon Yates and Simon Adam Yates. They have each other's first names as middle names, right? Do they really? No, it's like Adam Philip and Simon Richard. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, um, but it would be because they're twins. It would be fun if their first names was each other's middle names. Imagine how like weird their parents would be to have to do that shit. Uh, all right, you know I got to be honest with you. Now that I said that, I'm not even. I wasn't even thinking about the fact that they were already on the team together. Who Yates and Pog? Yeah. Oh, wasn't even I mean, about they work well together. I think we all have pretty good teams so far. You know. All right, you get to go again. Fifth, yeah, fifth I'd say we have good teams. I mean, just look at all the top riders from every category and start. I mean, there. yeah, like what the best way to do this would have like thirty people do it, so that you could really like split up the riders. But uh, there's only three of us, so you know. But we'll see. We'll see what the, we'll see what listeners or viewers think. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe the next couple of rounds will really uh, nip it in the bud for some people. All right, I think I'll. Uh, I'm gonna go for a sprinter next. Someone that uh, had very good uh, performance at the Vuelta this year. The sprinter, Caden Groves. Caden Groves. Very good pick. Caden Groves, uh, much easier to like than Jasper Philipson, I think. But I'm sure he'll do something problematic in the next nine months being involved with that team. Let's be honest. Just from the management all the way to the riders, they're just an absolute mess, and I can't stand them. Um, okay, yeah, so- I'm, wait- I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the cancelable moment. Even though uh, he seems real nice so far, he does seem really nice. That goes a long way with me being a, you know being nice and like personable in the interviews. I do like it. I agree. I agree. You know, it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, but yeah, I mean, and he. Uh, obviously had a lot of potential at Jayco, but I don't think they had like the right equipment for him or the right training. So him being on Dukunik, Alpeson Dukunik, uh, is a lot better for him. And uh, that's a great fifth pick. For my fifth pick, I'm going to go with um, someone that can climb mountains. He can win stages. I think he's very exciting to watch. He is from not too far from America, just north of the border, Michael Woods. I'm going with Michael Woods. I think nice. he's a great person to have on this team. I think he can help Sep and Jonas uh, help help Sep carry Jonas up the climbs, and uh, you know maybe he'll maybe he'll get in a breakaway and win a stage. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna fly that maple flag for Michael Woods. Cal, these are your last two picks back to back. You get your fifth and your sixth pick. We're all in the we're all about to make our sixth picks here. All right, I'm a little conflicted here actually because. We've got some some other riders that I don't quite fit with the you know the theme that I've been going for, but 
they're still out there. So it's hard not to pick them. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go first with a second GC thread. Okay. Uh, and this is a rider that a lot of people like me personally, I, I used to hate him. Uh, so I'm going to go with Remco Evenepoel. I'm glad he's coming off the board. Wild. I mean, that's just, just goes to show that it's just a stacked field here that these that Remco stand on the board to the fifth round. Uh, but yeah, great, great pick. Uh, yeah. Okay. And your last pick. My last pick. This is tough. Um, I think I'm going to go with a writer who retired already, but according to some reports, wants to come back next year. Uh, and he's got a sorted past. He did some, uh, he, he served a couple of years suspension for doping once. Um, I'm going to go as a mountain domestique, Alejandro Valverde. Wow, Valverde. Holy cow. Okay. Real nice. Is there rumors of him coming back to where? Yeah, according to Daniel Freeb of the Cycling Podcast, uh, Valverde uh, doesn't like being retired, um, still trains just as hard as he used to, still does the same power numbers. And um, Movie Star's uh, general manager, Sebu Unsue, uh, confirmed that that was true, that Valverde does want to unretire. Um, but apparently, Movie Star doesn't want him back. We'll see. Um, for my last pick, this is a guy who's very high on my list. I'm, I, I was alluding to him earlier, hoping that he was going to stay on the board of the sixth round. I'm going with one of my absolute favorites. Mate Mohoric is coming as, as my sixth pick. Love watching him. He had that super emotional uh, stage win interview afterwards. He invented the super tuck. He's the first guy to put a dropper post on a road bike. He's, he fucking rules. And Mohoric is my sixth pick. Nice pick. Thank you. Brian, what is your last pick? I think that uh, I've yet to go with an American, so I think I'm going to do it. Because uh, those who know me know that I'm not a super patriotic person. Yeah, this is why you need. To, this is why you need to tune into the pod. This is why you need to watch the podcast because if you're watching, you'd see that there's a big American flag behind Brian right now, and you'd know that he's just lying through his teeth. He's wearing, <laughs> he's wearing the stars and stripes as a shirt. No, I'm just kidding. He's got his bikes behind him, and uh, yeah, sorry. a sushi shirt. What is it? Sushi shirt, like from a local sushi spot. No, it just says the best sushi. Wow, where'd you get that? Uh, I don't know. It was a gift. Oh, nice. I like it's it. Good shirt. That's all. Fits well, you know? Yeah. Well, since we talked about my shirt, we talked about Brian. I can't, I can't leave you out. You have a laser shirt on. I don't know if I've ever seen a laser helmet shirt. They, do they make more than helmets? I don't know. Uh, I think they make glasses, too. They definitely okay. yeah, some glasses. Cool. Yeah, sure. back, in, back in the day from when I used to work in a bike shop. Nice. Love that. Um, all right, Brian. I'm sorry. What is your uh, – you're, uh, you know, you're, you're alluding to an American um, – so I'm gonna go don't with what if you Nielsen? hold on if you pick I swear to god dude leave his name out leave his fucking name out okay go ahead <laughs> you know that I would not pick 
Yeah. And I will not say his name again, so I have to believe it. Thank you. <laughs> My pick is Nielsen Paulus. Hell yeah. Love him. All right. Six pick, Paulus. All right. Let's go over real quick. Brian, Morkoff, Pog, Filippo Ghana, Adam Yates, Caden Groves, Nielsen Paulus. Cal, you've got Primoz Roglic, Matthew Vanderpool, Jasper Philipson, Julian Alaphilippe, Remco Vanderpool, and Alejandro Valverde. And I've got Jonas, Wow, Mads Pedersen, Sepp Kuss, Michael Woods, and Moha Rich. Um, Cal, let's just talk about the theme of your team really quick before we talk about. So first three picks, I thought you were picking guys just to piss me off. I thought you were picking guys that I was like, I just didn't care for. Um, but that was obviously very selfish of me. And then when you picked Philippe, I was totally thrown for a loop because I, I enjoy Philippe just a bit. Um, then Remco, that was sort of when you were second guessing. And then did, was Valverde back on theme? Valverde? Sort of, yeah. Valverde's on theme, I'd say. So it's not all guys that have tested positive for doping. It's not all former skiers. It's not... The next, it's not all the next Eddie Merckx's. Um, and you're kind of closer with the first, uh, your first instinct, I would say. The do- oh, so they're all guys who've been surrounded in controversy. No, well, to an extent, I mean, so cycling has very few villains, and of course, who you like and who you don't is somewhat subjective. But I would say that if cycling did have villains, then my team would be. A team of, of cycling villains. Yeah, I like that. I, I oh, absolutely. Because as much as I love, like I like Remco and Alaphilippe, but people don't like them, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Brian, how do you feel about your team? Uh, well, now looking at your teams, not not so good. I don't. Picking Morkov first was wild. It was wild. <laughs> it was a bad decision. Uh, it wasn't a bad decision, but it's like I could have gone. This matters, right? I mean, this doesn't matter. It's just fun. Uh, I I sort of just like I kind of wanted to pick. Oh, a solid team, but I just kind of wanted to pick people that I that I liked watching. I know that are like you know within the top five to ten generally of their categories. Yep. Um, I mean, I could, I could, I could go another two. I could pick another two just for fun. Do we want to go? We want to go up to eight and make well-rounded teams. Who we good? Yeah. All right. Let's real quick, or yeah, yeah. Real quick. let's do it. Um, yeah. Let's go back. Let's just go. Um, Brian, you'll go first, and then Cal, you'll go second. Um, just uh, do your your quick two back-to-back picks. Back-to-back picks. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. Won't get into a big explanation, but the reason I picked this person is because I think they make the best faces when they're really working. Uh-huh. It's Davide Formolo. Wow. Okay. Formolo added to the list. And who who and then, your team of eight? And then the, the next person I'm gonna pick to be a bit not kind kind of an all-rounder who can sprint and do work. Olaf Koy. Great pick. Nice. Nice. Was definitely he was on my list, but I limited myself. Um, Cal, uh, what do you think? Your last two? How, what would, how would you round out your team? You are you going to go more villains? What do you think? 
Well, it's tough to go with villains, okay? Uh, th there are a few obvious villains left, but I, I have to draw the line somewhere. Uh, sure. So rather than go with a villain who you referenced earlier, uh, I'm going to go with his brother. I'll go Colby Simmons as my uh, development writer, okay? Colby Simmons, okay. I'm sure his politics are great. Yeah, go ahead. Not you, though. <laughs> we don't know what his politics are. Maybe not his brother at all. Anyway. Yeah, he's He's pro-vax. Yes. And uh, lastly, a writer who's definitely not a villain. Uh, and I'm going to use him as my lead-out man because he's shown this year he can do a couple good lead-outs. I'm going to go with Jaron Thomas. Hell yeah. G is not staying on the board. Love to see it. Mm -hmm. uh, my last two picks, I'm going to go in the same camp, uh, same team as, as G. I'm going to go Pidcock for my seventh pick um, because, you know, he's so great at playing with our balls. And Ben Healy is going to be my last pick. I'm going to stick over to the, the islands in the Atlantic and uh, go with the Irishman, Ben Healy. I just absolutely love Ben Healy. I think um, he's a lot of fun to watch, too. And that's almost all of the names that I threw up there. A couple other names I had on my list were Ar Arnold Lee. I think he's really exciting to watch. If anyone saw, he just won a sprint with only one foot clipped in at the end of the sprint. Really uh, great resilience and like amazing that he still won that. Um, that was crazy. I think Santiago Butrago is an interesting rider. I would like to see him on a, you know, I feel like he'd be a well, a well-rounded person on the team. And um, uh, Brandon McNulty, love to mention Brandon McNulty, um, and I guess Magnus Sheffield too. Uh, yeah. Um, any other riders you think like you know that you had on your short lists or anything um, before we get out of here? Uh, I. I picked simply because I liked what happened in the tour this year. I think it was the tour. Teo Bilbao because he like yeah. hit that spectator in the head. And oh. then also, um, if we were like really doing this for like the future and actually playing uh sort of more like man, I don't know if it's really development rider, but uh Jonathan Milan for like an up and coming sprinter. Yeah. I mean, he's an absolute beast. He cleaned up at the Giro. That feels like forever ago because it was in May, but he was so good at the Giro. He's gonna be absolutely great. Um and yeah, oh, one other person I mentioned. I said I said Christoph Laporte earlier. I guess so. He was the one more. Uh, Cal, anyone else on short lists or anything that you know you would have had and didn't work no, out? No, I was going to say Magnus Sheffield, but you you mentioned him already. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. This was a lot of fun. I'd like to do more stuff like this. Maybe make a Mount Rushmore of like classic cyclists, or do you know rulers or punchers or you know all rounders, whatever. Do different stuff like this in the future. Um, like we said, let us know what you think about our teams. If you think they're all trash, you can let us know in the comments on the YouTube video. Um, thank you guys very much for doing this. Anything you want to say before we get out of here? No? Good? Uh, I don't know. Uh, thanks for having us. It was, it was fun <laughs> doing this list. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. Like, you know, uh, I'd like, you know, more games and stuff like this. It's fun to go over the stuff that we did in the first half, but to me, I don't know. This shows more the personality of like what we're trying to get across. And I think it might help people understand cycling a little bit more. We, we use a lot of terms. I mentioned a few at the end there, ruler, puncher. Maybe we get into it a little bit on a future episode, explain what that type of rider is and sort of, you know, make a Mount Rushmore of like those four, uh, you know, the four of the greats in whatever uh, type. But yeah, thank you guys for doing this. Brian, thank you to you as always for bleeping out uh, the names of riders that I hate and editing and mixing the podcast. Um, very helpful of you. And, uh, yeah, this was a lot of fun. Thank you both for spending your evening 
with me and Lulu. Thank you for joining us. You are you are adorable. <laughs> um, what? Did, yeah, did she hear her name or did you turn her towards me? I turned her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of like a Muppet. That was kind of just like you were like a Jim Henson in that moment. Um, all right. Thank you guys very much. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Nice. See you guys. Decaf left, regular right. Decaf left, regular right. It's very challenging work. <laughs>